It's all about kicking back, relaxing, and enjoying the show. Take the time out of your day to listen to new music and the new sound of radio. Tune in every day, all day, for the greatest hits, latest news, and community events that you can be a part of. MoncoRadio.com, where music and minds meet. It's meant to make you forget about your homework or the fact that you just got fired from your job or you and your girlfriend had a fight. It's meant, it's a legal high. It's meant to take you away from the fact that after the concert, you've got to go fight the parking lot traffic. For those three hours that you're in our concert, it's magic time. You wanted the best and you got it! Finest band in the land, Kiss! That's right, Kiss Army. You wanted the best, and you got it. It's magic time here on the Kiss Room. We're live. I got Anthony Porter. I got Bobby Dreher. And on the phone, we should have Joe D'Angelo. Joe, are you there? Maybe we lost him. Okay, Joe, call back. I'm going to hang up. But I got Bobby Dreher. Ah, yes, you do. I got Anthony Porter. How are you? I'm glad to be here. So it's September. We're having the best time already here in the Kiss Room. We just had an awesome edition of Harem. That was a lot of fun. Ah. One of the things that we're going to talk about right off the bat, now we're going to wait for Joe to call us back. I'm going to hang up this. Boom. I don't know. I might have picked up on him too early, and that's the way it goes here in the Kiss Room. It's on a Friday, right? But uh, September has traditionally been an awesome month for Kiss releases. And we we put a poll up in the uh, Kiss Room Facebook page the other day with listening. What was your favorite Kiss release in the month of September. Now, obviously, look, I included it, and it buried everything. Kiss Alive, September 10th, 1975. It's hard to beat. Kiss, you know, Kiss Alive is fantastic. So that was the number one winner all the way at the top. But then coming up, think about this. September 18th, 1978, it's the 40th anniversary of the solo albums. And I know we have the Kiss Room house band coming in today to do a salute musically to the solo albums. What do you think of that, Anthony Porter? I actually think it's great. Um, it's like I always say, I'm first of all really happy to be able to come in and sing with the house band because we can make it work schedule wise, which I'm just totally excited about. Uh, I love the solo albums. I stay out of a lot of groups. If anybody wants to bag on the solo albums, just turn my part off. I love the solo albums. Um, because I think, and we've had this conversation a lot of times, I sometimes forget if we have them on the air or not. But <laughs> Of our age, you know, it comes out when you're a kid, four records in one day, and I love them. I think each holds up, depending how in-depth you want to go on records or my opinion of records, and there's the phone call. And there we go. We should have yes. Joe D'Angelo calling to talk about The Gathering. Joe, are you there? I am indeed. How you guys doing? Fantastic. I think what happened, I think you you uh, dialed in right as I was starting the show, and I think I hit the button early. That's uh, probably you could, everybody can make a joke about prematurely hitting the button. So it's uh, <laughs> we're here on a Friday. Joe, welcome to the Kiss Room. <laughs> See, that's why I bring my brother. He laughs at all my jokes. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, somebody has to. <laughs> so, Joe, tell us. Now, look, we're just over a month away from the gathering, your awesome Kiss Cruise pre-party. Give us the scoop. Now, I know you have a super secret one that we is so super secret we can't even reveal it today, but you've still got a lot going on. 
We do. And, and I've got to be honest with you guys, it just keeps getting bigger every day. It seems like there's something new that we're adding to the mix. Um, it, just today, we, we just got a bunch of new you know, throwaways and giveaways and stuff that we're going to be giving to people throughout the night. So that was all donated. But we'll show that as we get going. But, I mean, you know, it's, such a, it's a great party. Uh, you know, it's basically it's, the, it's at the Hangar nightclub in Miami the day before the Kiss Cruise sets sail. Um, you know, we've got a couple of live bands on the roster. Uh, we've got 1984, which is a Kiss tribute band. Kiss America is Florida's own Kiss tribute band. Those guys are really good. They're they're doing something particularly cool. They're going to be unveiling some very cool costumes and wearing them for the first time. Uh, very old school Kiss. So I'm not going to give it away, but that's uh, it's very cool. Uh, and then of course, Four by Fate is uh, our our headliner, and they're ready to kick some butt, man. They're they're really looking forward to this. You know, and I think the one thing that I was really particularly interested in pointing out was you guys have arranged some awesome raffles for people that aren't even going on the cruise. Like, people that just, look, everybody that's around the planet right now tuned into the Kiss Room, which is every cool Kiss fan on the planet, you could win some cool stuff, and you don't have to be there. I mean, for those of us with, like, really empty pockets, you know, that can't go on the cruise, but, hey, wouldn't you like to win a vault? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's great. You know, I'm a Kiss fan, obviously, so we, we put this together and I wanted to have, and Andy Amoyan, my partner in this, we basically wanted to put together a party that we would want to go to as KISS fans. So we have a bunch of stuff that we're, that we're raffling off to raise money for the Breast Cancer Research Foundation. Um, one of them is an autographed uh, pink Jackson V signed by Vinnie Vincent. Um, the other is a Gene Simmons vault, uh, which you can get on the KISS cruise if you're going on the KISS cruise. If not, you can win the vault and transfer it to any city, any future you know vault appearance that Gene's going to be doing. Um, and there's also um, some Peter Chris drum heads that are up there. Uh, and all of those items that you can look at on our website, which is thekisscruiseprepartie.com, all these tickets are 10 bucks each. You can win a vault for as little as 10 bucks. Wow. So, and, and you don't have to be present to win. We'll, we'll, we'll arrange shipping to you. You know, that was really one of the things I wanted to bring out was because, I mean, every report that I have seen about the vault, I haven't read one bad thing about it. And, you know, Gene set the bar very high, very quickly with that, with bringing in special guests and having something that was that expensive, but really seems to have delivered the goods. I haven't read one bad thing about it. Everybody seems to love it. And the fact that you guys are raffling off a chance for somebody out there to win, you can win for 10 bucks. That's amazing. You know, it, yeah. and really what you guys have done, hats off to you. These pre-parties, the pre-party that you have arranged is amazing. And I mean, it's funny because I just got back from Nashville. I went down to the Rock and Pot. Obviously, everybody that listens to the Kiss Room knows about that. Seeing all your friends together, you know, people that you really kind of only sometimes see on Facebook, I'd imagine... You're going to have 2,000 of the craziest KISS fans on the planet all together under one roof. Yeah, we're, um, I, 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 the, the way it's going right now, we're in line for a sellout. I mean, we're basically going to, at some point, I'm, I'm betting, having to turn people away. Hmm. Um, and that's not a bad thing. I, it's, I feel bad for the people that can't get in, but that's why you sell advanced tickets. So, um, But it's, it's really uh, shaping up to be, you know, someone said to me, we're, you know, we're we're not just the game in town. We are, or excuse me, we're, we're not just a game in town. We're the game in town yeah. for that night. And if you're into Kiss, this is where to be. I mean, just look at the lineup. Look, anybody that's tuned into the Kiss room, they're into Kiss. They know they know what's yeah. going on. The uh, now, obviously, the gathering. Give that date again, and give that website again, just for anybody who's just now paying attention. 
The gathering at the hangar is October 29th, excuse me, October 30th, Mischief Night. Um, it is uh, in Miami, of course, uh, and the website is thekisscruiseprepartycom Everything is up there, the raffles, the lineups, the information on the Vinnie Vincent meet and greet, which there is still some tickets left for that. Um, you can order tickets through there. The VIPs are up there. The schedule of events are up there. And also Im- important are the supporters and the sponsors, which you guys are definitely one of them, and you're up there as well. You guys and the people that have supported us make this event what it is, and we can't thank you enough for your support. Well, I appreciate it. It's funny. I had Superfan Andy on back at the first time he did the first Kiss Cruise. We were doing Superfan Andy's Kiss Cruise commentary way back at the first time, so shout <laughs> out to him. The uh, Now, obviously, that sounds fantastic. Uh, the one thing, now, look, I know you in real life, you're obviously a huge Kiss fan. What have you been doing Kiss-related right now? You know, for, for me, the, the biggest thing I do locally, I, I have a Kiss hearse, Hot Rod. <clears throat> so I take it around to different car shows throughout the summer. But <laughs> I, also, I also, and you should see some of the looks I get driving around town. Um, but what's really cool is I, I, I go and check out a Live 75. They're, um, I call them local, but they're in, they're in my neck of the woods, yeah, if you will. Sure. But those guys truly are one of the best Kiss tribute bands I've ever seen. Agreed. Uh, yeah. They they just nail it. And not only do they look great, they sound great. And a lot of times you get either or with Kiss bands, you know what I mean? You get, you know, you look great, but eh, they weren't the best musicians, or they kicked butt on, on, on each instrument, but they didn't look great. These guys got it in spades on both sides. So I've been checking out them a lot. In fact, we're going to see them... Uh, I think the end of the month in Lakewood, New Jersey. Yeah, Live 75's the real deal, and obviously anybody that listens to the Kiss Room is familiar with Live 75, because we've had them here from their beginning. I'm pretty sure they're coming back to World Cafe in October, and I know December 8th we're going to be at the Sherman Theater. I'm going to try and broadcast live again from the Live 75 show. I believe they have a Judas Priest uh, tribute band with them as well. So, you know, anybody that wants to come up and uh, have some fun with the Kiss Room and a live 75 put that on your calendar now yeah it's very possible you'll see the kissers up there too that would be fantastic you know you, you got to arrange that because i know parking up there is tight you're gonna put you can put that right out front that would certainly as you said draw a lot of looks yeah and i i leave it open you know when i'm there so people can hop in and take pictures and you know it's always a fan favorite it's a good time to be in a hearse when you're not in the back so it's it's all right <laughs> So any last-minute thoughts, any last-minute messages? Obviously, you guys are dropping announcements for the gathering every day. I know you have something big coming up that you can't really talk about, but I know it's coming in the next couple days. So It is. It'll be, we'll, we'll be dropping it probably next Tuesday. Um, it is another guest. Uh, it's it's going to be... It's going to be big. It's really the fact that this big announcement is coming so close to the show date is pretty cool. Speaks volumes what we've been working on for months. But uh, check out the website. Like I said, it's the thekisscruiseprepartycom and um, just check it out. If it's something that you see, you can sign up for. Even if you're not going, sign up on the website for uh, you know to to get our posts, and we'll send you emails and let you know what's going on. That's fantastic, Joe. Any other shout outs you want to give to the Kiss Army listening around the planet? Just want to thank all the cruisers for their support and, and all the KISS fans in uh, Miami that have been, you know, reaching out to Andy and I in droves. And, you know, we're excited. 46 days or something like that. Mm. So we're pretty excited. Coming up fast. Everybody's excited. Everybody's going to see each other. Joe, thanks for calling into the KISS room. Thanks for having me. We're going to be looking for your big announcement coming soon. This might give you a hint. I don't know. You're in the KISS room on Monaco Radio where music and minds meet. <laughs>
right. You're listening to Monaco Radio, where music reminds me. We are having the most fun time here on a Friday, as you can only imagine. Thanks a million to uh, Joe D'Angelo for calling in. Everybody that's on going on the cruise is so excited. But the reason why I was so excited about that was because of the fact of those raffles. Even if you're not going on the cruise, you could still be excited about it because you could enter those raffles. Wouldn't you like to win a Gene Simmons vault for $10 entry? Absolutely. I would. What a deal. That'd be so awesome. much fun. Anybody who gets to go on the cruise is a winner. Yeah, everybody yeah. goes on the cruise. It seems like a lot of fun unless there's not a, enough green cups and they all lose their mind, but that's all right. The enough <laughs> green even, cups. I don't even know what that means. Yeah, it's a I, know, I, I only look at it on Facebook. It's all right. My Kiss Cruise will be the albums playing while I sit in the bathtub. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, it's the comedy hour. Oh, oh. Hey, look, if anybody, we're having a good time here. It's myself, Bobby Dreyer, Anthony yeah, Porter. We but we want, we want you to be part of the conversation. If you're listening and you want to call in and comment on either The Gathering, The Kiss Cruise, all these albums that we're talking about that were released in September, call in 215-619-7366. We celebrate Kiss fans. You're a Kiss fan. You could call in 215-619-7366. Remember, we're on the radio. You're not allowed to curse. We're here on Monaco Radio, and we're talking about all these albums that came out in September. So Alive, we talked about September 10th, 1975. Obviously, should be a national holiday. Kiss Alive was released. Solo albums coming up on the 40th anniversary, September 18th, 1978. It's what we were talking about. Think about that. We were 10 years old at the time. You know, I actually, this, again, I'm just happy to be able to come down and be on the Kiss Room. And the thing I, I say every time I come in is, is I go back in. And now I'm driving around listening to my Kiss records to sort of get arrangements and you want to, you know, play along with, think about it. It's not stuff I probably drive around every day. For anybody that's way, like if you're way hardcore to Kiss, I'm not pretending to be an expert in anything. It's just what I like. You know what I mean? Before we get too carried away, you are the Kiss expert. No, no. And I'm the, I'm the dopey brother. But I, I do love that era, like really where you say to yourself, and I've said this, I know it's a little bit overdrawn, but of the billions of years the Earth existed, we got to be in the 70s, which right. is all the yes. best records. And, and that's what I, th I think when you listen to the solo albums, you can, have a you can go for a week of conversations about the solo albums, is they sound like 70s rock records right. to different degrees. Um, you know, if we want to discuss each one, I love Peter Chris's album. We're going to do a Peter Chris song later with the house band. And I love, love, love that record. I think it's a 70s rock record. The tones are 70s. And it puts you right there. Besides the fact it puts you right there being a completely nerdy little kid getting those records. And at the time, too, you talk about the vault for $50,000. I couldn't scrape together the money to buy four records right. in one day. Right. So you had to buy one. And then you had to buy another one. I was, you know, we're 10 years old. I didn't have any money. So <laughs> you have, you get one record and then you get another one. But we, I probably got all four of those solo records relatively pretty to get close together. together. And yeah. plus they had to think about that. The interlocking posters, which, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, nobody does anything that cool anymore. Nah. You know, and you, no. and, and it's funny because I think in a lot of ways, like, you know, the, the album that seems to take the most abuse is the Peter Chris solo album. Oh, it doesn't, but you know what? It's a great rock album. You know, it didn't necessarily sound like everything Kiss was doing, but yet in the same way it kind of did. It was Peter's voice, and I think the magic of those early albums are the mixing of those voices. Well, what everybody forgets is it's their personalities on each one of those. We're on a group project 
it was very much Gene and Paul. Right. You know, so sprinkled on that, it, it was everything that they liked. It was their genres they were into. Peter, everybody knows, was a huge jazz guy, some Buddy Rich. So you're going to get that element right there, which is really cool because, Uncle A, you can admit, we were exposed to things. The 70s really opened up a lot of things that we never would have tried, you know, or uh, listened to. Right. Well, radio, also, you're going about radio. We listened to, as kids, 70s radio. And you, it's why when you, if you're driving WFI somewhere. and you, Well, I know, right? <laughs> if you put on 70s, um, the 70s Pandora station, all those, you know, Moonlight, Feels Right. And you know all those songs where your friends will, you know, I'll drive with Sue and she says, why do you know all these bad oh, 70s ballads? I know them all. Me and you and a dog Because they're blue. on the radio when you listen to the radio. It, and you got a broader, I think you got a broad listening, but radio, you know, r- actual radio. We were all kung fu yeah. fighting back then. Well, exactly. See, I always think like if I can't, if I, I can't stop the rain off Peter Chris Solo, I think it's a brilliant masterpiece. And if that had come out without the shadow of Kiss, I think that would have been a huge hit. Like if Bob Seger had put that out, I think that would have been a sure. smash hit. Sure. But it came out in that lump of all the Kiss albums at once and really under the weight of. It's a Kiss album. And I think, I mean, obviously, look, anybody knows, you know, anything about Kiss. Kiss hardly got on the radio at all, you know? So, I mean, something off what was the solo albums was not really going to make it, you know, onto the radio necessarily. I don't know. We just can't overthink it. We got to keep that 13, 14 year old mentality going, you know? It it was. If you're talking to the time, and I certainly don't want to tell anybody what to like or not like, you know, love what you love and whatever. If you think about the time, Four records is a lot of songs to digest yeah. immediately. And and I'll give a little, I always try to give everybody a little slack. If you're a huge hardcore Kiss fan, Paul's record, because it's Paul's vocal, and everybody knows the singer is the most important guy in the band. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm being serious. Is uh, That's more, it seems more like a Kiss record because Paul is, you're used to Paul's vocal. Then Gene, of course. Now, Gene, I think, because he was also a lead singer of Kiss, he takes a left turn on some of the songs because he's super talented. Right. They talk about, I just give a cheap a cheap pop to the pop podcast because we <laughs> love Ken Mills and pop. Woo. They talk about the Gene Simmons solo band. I think what Gene has proven now, 50 years later, is that he's a super great musician. He's a real musician. So I think he he branched out on his record because he's he was a lead singer. He was saying what he wanted to say on Kiss Records. Ace and Peter... I think of it where like cars charged up, ready to go. Oh man, I got eight songs. I'm gonna I'm gonna show what I can do. Because Peter would get one on each record, or Ace would get one on each record, and this was their chance to really put an album out. So, and it, I know it's radio, but I'm flailing around. Is <laughs> <laughs> he's passionate? I, yeah, I, I do love the records. I, I think um, it's just a lot of fun. Th- those records. And that time, you know, that's, I think that's a great time to be a KISS fan. We talked about that. I think there was another, another edition of the KISS Room where Fran mentions that the guys our age, because we got into it during the superhero phase. Right. When they, you get those albums, the solo albums, and the paintings are works of art. And it, I, I, I know I said this to you when we were talking <laughs> the other day, is you got... We do a radio it, show yeah, we do to a, each other on the phone. <laughs> it was the paintings, which are superheroes. Those paintings are beautiful. It's not a dude. You're not looking at it like, oh, look, you know, with some goofy look on. They're so cool that everybody had a solo album hanging on the wall for how many years? Because they're works of art. 
And the posters, the you know, I had those posters hanging forever. I thought they were so absolutely. Cool. Um, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I th- I love them. I think they're great examples of '70s rock music. Well, you know, it's funny because one of the things as we're celebrating all these albums that came out in September, and we're thinking about Kiss Alive that was released on September 10th, 1975. It also throws me back to last summer which was September 8th at the American Music Theater. Yeah. Now think about it. This was Kiss's hit that really put them on the map. And if you could have told, you know, 10-year-old me that someday I could be on stage with Gene Simmons and about 50 of the craziest members of the Kiss Army, I want you all to get real close to your radio and we're all going to sing. Gene's going to lead it for us right now. And this is right off my phone. We're going to all sing the song. You know how it goes, right? It goes like that.
Yeah, that's right from my phone. That is me spazzing out quite a bit with Gene Simmons and the awesome Gene Simmons band. I mean, obviously, the Gene Simmons band is fantastic. That was the most fun time. That was just over a year ago. We were up in Lancaster, PA, having the best time. Look, if you want to call in right now, 215-619-7366, 215-619-7366. You can talk to us about solo albums, whatever we're talking about. I do want to send some shout-outs while I got the time because a lot of people shared my link. I want to just say, give a shout-out to them. Josie and Belly out in Detroit Rock City, Grown Up Rock Rock Podcast, Javier Boaster, David Cathy, Bill Elam, Steve Javorski out in Pittsburgh, says he's having as good a time as Anthony Porter here in the studio. Ron Jones, Ron, you can call in. Christina Green, Brian Speck, Dottie Jones is listening with us. She's listening even into into Harem. Alison Ballack, Shane Hebert, Kalen Provo, Max Ash from KISS Facebook Live, Rodney Dixon, Joe Laskin, James Brendan Dunn from the Kiss Corner Facebook group, John Phillips, Kiss Army Omaha, Al Dent, Mikhail Burel, Ewan Ballantyne's listening. Let's see, we're going to get somebody on the phone here. Okay, hold on on the phone. We're going to talk to you in a minute. Britton Mitchell, Chris Ann Colvin, Dean John, Chris Goff from Kiss World, Steve Yakin, Diana Zagel, Jim Zagel, David Snowden, Ricky Cook, Jerry Geloff is listening, Ethan Schaffner is listening in Berlin. Uh, let's see, Chris Simcoe, Eric and Judy Wisniewski from the Electric Crush. I want to give them a super shout out. They are on live every Tuesday from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on WMCK. You can listen to them on your TuneIn app, same as you listen to Monaco Radio. They do a great show, and you're going to learn new music every week, every Tuesday on the Electric Crush. Chris Sinzak, super shout out to you for putting together the Rock and Pod Expo. Obviously, Rock and Pod was phenomenal. If you haven't uh, listened to our Rock and Pod, podcast podcast over you know super crossover that was phenomenal uh kiss asylum shares our link every time the podcast rock city crew obviously joe and jody and brent and d-rock and hollywood poony christine carlson wolf who's the button queen ken mills gary shower from the podcast aj zone and anthony porter and the lovely amy porter all shared the link and who do we have on the line <laughs> Well, I'm sober this time. Ron, how are you? Hey, how you doing, my friend? <laughs> Fantastic. So we talked to you. We had a great time hanging out at the Rock and Pod Expo in Nashville. Now, we're talking about all these September albums, the things that came out in September for Kiss, going all the way from Alive to the solo albums, Lick It Up, Animalize, Asylum, Crazy Nights, all the way to Psycho Circus. What are your thoughts? You know what? It's funny because I can remember all the way from being in elementary, junior high school and high school, you could almost set your calendar to when a new Kiss album was going to come out. And if I'm not mistaken, I think it was year after year, especially starting with Creatures of the Night, and you had Lick It Up. Right after that, you had Animalize. Right after that, you had Asylum. And that was the first time, I think, after that, there was a two-year break. Until well, think about Crazy that. You, you go out. Lick It Up, 83, Animalize, 84, Asylum, 85, Crazy Nights, 87, and then you have the break all the way up to Psycho Circus. But when you think about it, that group of albums really kind of encapsulates the entire Kiss career. By Alive, they're on fire. They're the hottest thing ever. By the solo albums, they're kind of breaking up. Now we got all the unmasked kind of air. And then by Psycho Circus, they're making all the same mistakes and having the same problems in the studio. And, uh, you know, there we go. And, in fact, if you really want to be honest about it, there was something that came out between Crazy Nights and um, Asylum, and it was Kiss Exposed. I think it was released in 87, but I think that's when the VHS first came out. And all of us were kind of dumbfounded because we finally got to see videos of Kiss live in concert and their makeup that wasn't a bootleg. 
you know, it was kind of like the greatest kiss bootleg ever because suddenly it was footage that had been kind of floating around, but now all of a sudden it was really good quality. It was a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, and the Paul Stanley workout. Oh, <laughs> Paul Stanley workout, right? The uh, just thinking about those albums. Obviously, you know, you grew up with all those too. What do you think? Which are your favorites? What do you? What comes to your mind? You know what? It's funny that you know. I see interviews with Paul, and I hear other people talking, and they say, you know, Creatures of the Night, greatest album, whatever. But to me, a lot of times, it's not the greatest album, but it might be a period of time in your life when you hear something amazing. And to me, Lick It Up was just a perfect time. I think I was in 10th grade by that time, and every song on there I thought was killer. And I was always just totally impartial to look it up. I thought it was just a fantastic album. In fact, I actually remember my sister calling me one night. She was in college and she said, hey, Kiss took her makeup off. And I hadn't seen the thing on MTV and I didn't believe her. So I actually went to Sears. They used to sell albums back at Sears back in the day. So I went down to Sears and sure enough, there they were on the front. Of course, uh, you know, it's a great album. I mean, song for song, I think it's a fantastic album. It was, came out at a great point in my life. Well, even that, when you think about that, coming up, you know, September 18th, 1983, they take the makeup off on MTV. It almost seemed unbelievable. But then, you know, you think about the way things have gone in, in the years where, you know, oh, well, this guy's in that guy's makeup and this and that and the other. I remember being in the listening booth at the mall and uh, this girl going, well, that's Ace and that's Peter. And you go, no, you're not paying attention. But the, uh, you know, it was really one of those things where, you know, all this time it was like it was hard to imagine at the time. I remember watching that on MTV and it was really kind of weird. I think in a way, a lot of it very anticlimactic because it wasn't Ace and Peter. You know, you wanted yeah, those original four. I remember you and I having a conversation that timing is everything. And I've talked to a lot of people about this in the music industry. Had Kiss and MTV back when Kiss was big in the 70s been joined together, it would have been unbelievable. It's just like I always tell people when the album Revenge came out. It came out at the worst possible time. Had they released Revenge when Hot in the Shade came out, you would have had an album that probably would have sold 5 million copies easily. You know, it's funny because Revenge, but in a way, Revenge came out when everybody was starting to look kind of glum and grungy, and, and they were kind of trying to jump in on that. Now we're not going to smile at the camera. We're going to kind of just look like... And, but I thought it was a great time for Kiss. I think it's a great look. They went too far to that uh, side when they started on Carnival of Souls looking all mopey and not wanting to smile, but you know what's... Well, I think it was particularly easy for Gene. That was his character. Right. Look, uh, you know, right. Unholy was real good. Yeah. It was per He didn't have to change that much right as right. opposed to the link it up video he's those clothes <laughs> yeah I, I i you know and then i do remember a lot of people when i was in school with when that lick it up video came out well people knew who eric carr was but nobody i don't think it had really had the reality i'll tell you what matt we saw the creatures of the night tour here in chattanooga um before that well we all still thought ace Greeley was in the band and I can remember people in the crowd when they saw Vinny Vincent for the first time, they were all like, wow, Ace changed his makeup. He really looks stupid. And I remember <laughs> people saying that in the crowd. And, I mean, Kiss did a really good job of covering that all up for a little while. Because, you know, we didn't have social media. Yeah, right. They weren't announcing, they weren't announcing these things on the radio. I mean, most people didn't even know. I mean, as, you know, as you well know, when Lick It Up, the very first concert, I think it was uh, in Lisbon, that um, they advertised the Kiss concert with them in makeup. So when they came out on stage, all the fans were like, you know, what's going on? I guess in a different language, that's pretty much what they said. <laughs> Yo, Kiero, Vinny Vincent. Any last-minute shout-outs you want to give them to go to another song, Ron? 
Uh, yeah, as usual, I want to give a shout out to my good friend, Shelly Pastusik-Thorn. She's recovering down in Atlanta right now, and she's doing a great job. We're extremely proud of her. And one other shout out is to Matt Porter. And don't worry, my friend, I'll make sure you got the best chicken and waffles coming to you at Rockin' Pod next year. <laughs> Thanks a lot for destroying our football team and putting everybody on injured reserve. But uh, there you go. it was a great game. Well, awesome. Thanks for calling in. We're going to go to a song that's exactly what we were just talking about. It ain't a crime to be good to yourself. Here in the Kiss Room on Mako Radio, where music and minds meet.
That's right. You're in the Kiss Room. It ain't a crime to be good to yourself in the Kiss Room. Fran Galanti is here. Fran, how are you, buddy? Pretty good. Fran's getting all tuned up. We got some special stuff from the Kiss Room house band coming up. Put that bottle down, Fran. Oh, sorry. I'm trying to get into the ace uh, frame of mind. (laughs) So we're talking all about these albums that came out in September. We're featuring some music, having a good time rock and rolling. It is all about the music. Uh, If you want to call in, as Ron just did, you can call 215-619-7366. You can talk to us live, 215-619-7366. There's a lot of people listening. I know Scott Parker's listening. Oh, Bob Brodsky's listening up at the Retro Convention or something like that. And he met uh, Dr. Johnny Fever. I think he's meeting... uh, Robert Wagner and Stephanie Powers. So he's having all the best time. We're thinking back to those times, 80s for the most part, because when you think about it, Lick It Up, Animalize, Asylum, Crazy Nights, all came out in the 80s, all in September. You know, it was back to school. You had your new Kiss album. You could, if you didn't get it, maybe mom or dad will get it for you Kiss for Christmas. Box. Your so, lunchbox. Your lunchbox <laughs> in 1986. If we had been taking a Kiss lunchbox to high school, they might have looked at you funny, but hey, they knew you're the weird one. <laughs> you know? The, uh, and that's the funny thing. When you look at that list of it now, Lick It Up, Animalize, Asylum, and Crazy Nights, think about that. It's like almost that whole 80s catalog of Unmasked Kiss all dropping in September. You know, and I think of those as great times. We saw Asylum Tour. You know, I remember seeing that at Stabler Arena. That was great fun. I remember seeing Crazy Nights Tour down at the Spectrum. Remember Ted Nugent opening up, driving down to that? That the, was a lot of fun. The, the one uh, at Stabler Arena. What was the what month was that? Well, we saw them April 1st, 1986. So April. you figure when you think about it, Asylum had come out in September. So it was like kind of the last, it was the later part of the tour. Because that's I always remember. You figure, think about that was really the first time that we had ever seen Kiss because we could finally drive. We were cheering real loud. We were cheering really, and Gene was pointing right (laughs) at the spotlight that was right behind our head. Who's on the phone? Steve Javorski. Steve, how are you? How you doing, buddy? It's a party now. Now look, we know we have the most fun. Hello. I'm losing you. Oh no! Turn your volume down. That's Howard Stern always says. I thought I'd call in and just say, uh, sorry, missed you at the Rockin' Pod this year. You know, you should have come down. I'll tell you what, it was fantastic. Because Now, look, you got to turn your radio down. Howard Stern hasn't taught you well. I think it's down. If you're getting that feedback. I don't know. There you go. The, uh, the Rockin' Pod was fantastic. If you go back and listen to the uh, Rockin' Pod replay that we did, it's a combination of myself and Ken Mills talking for a lot right. of time with some great people. The room was bigger. They actually had really good air conditioning this year. It was fantastic. It was at least <laughs> as double the size as what it was last year. There was more vendors. Yeah, I, there was more people. I saw pictures, and I was like, oh, darn. The next year, I told Melissa we'll have to plan but uh, at least a week before, we got to have some three-chord money action at my place. So the party is always where you are, Steve. That's really where the party is. Yeah, that was a great time. The uh, It looked like it was great fun out in Pittsburgh. And So what's going on? What kind of memories of KISS do you have out in Pittsburgh? Well, geez, it's been a couple years since. Well, actually, the closest one was uh, 2016. I guess it was in Youngstown was the last time I saw them. And... Uh, that was like they're what the, they're touring all the small areas, you know, that they haven't hit in forever, you know. 2016, we saw them at the Allentown Fairgrounds. That was a great tour. Freedom to rock. Yeah, right. 
But I was going to say I was going to give you my my uh, solo albums listed in order if you're if you're interested. Absolutely, absolutely. We're talking all about September. September. Yeah, I, I like think, the echo. Uh, right. I'm going to do like a Jimi Hendrix. Hendrix hey, hey, hey! Is I anybody? Think you're right. In uh, there? Paul's was the best, probably because it reminded me more of a Kiss record than anything. Uh, a lot of people say Ace, but I'm giving that to Paul for sure. And then, so you go Paul, Ace, and then Gene's third, and then you know, of course, Peter. But I'm not, I'm not putting it down by any means. It was just different, you know. Right. As as we discussed, as we discussed, I like the ballads. I'm a ballad guy, so you know, baby, baby, don't you let me, you know. Yay! <laughs> so singing, I love it. <laughs> now look, that does remind us of the karaoke that we all did in Nashville. Oh well, we'll have to redo that in better yeah. <laughs> next year, maybe. <laughs> well, See, we'll like, have to get together with you sooner than next August for the Rock and Pod. Well, that's true. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Too. I think we need a like biannual event. You know, something happens. Right. It's not just once a year. Although they are already posting Rock and Pod three. <laughs> I saw that show. <laughs> Woo! All right, I'm sure I'm, I'm sure I'm embarrassed my wife enough being on the, the kiss room. Right <laughs> oh, now. Tell you're Melissa awesome. we you're said awesome. hello. Oh, yeah, you're awesome. awesome. <laughs> All right, love you guys. Love you, Thanks, Steve. Steve. Have a good weekend, you. brother. All right. All right, you too. Bye. Steve Javorski calling in from Pittsburgh. Always listening. We appreciate that. Who so might he, just be one of the coolest guys in the world. <laughs> and he just I, sang yeah, for Steve us. We love great. it. So the uh, so I mean that's the funny thing. I think a lot of what we talk about is you know the different the timings of when these albums come out, where you were. Like think about that. Like Asylum tour. We saw that tour, and we could finally drive. And that was that was my first time seeing Kiss. I think yours as well. Yeah. Stable Arena. And I remember walking in. We couldn't find Stable Arena, which I think is hysterical now that you know where it is. But remember, we went over the, we went over the hill yeah. and we went into Bethlehem and we couldn't find it. Nobody knew where it was. And we finally get back, and King Cobra is wrapping up their set. They're doing "Raise Your Hands to Rock," which was you know, like really kind of their number one song. And we're making our you know King Cobra signs in the air, and they run off the stage. And I remember seeing that absolutely giant Kiss logo, and we were there. It was amazing. Oh. You know, really, that's the way it felt. I mean, it really, like, you know, you, you, know, you, you couldn't believe it. And like we said, Gene was pointing right at us because we were rocking harder than anybody. <laughs> you know, right in Stable Arena. And guess what? You're in the Kiss Room on Monaco Radio where music and minds meet. Yeah. 
I always love that song. I think, especially if you're going through anything. Look, life is a trial by fire. We're gonna live it up here in the Kiss Room of Monaco Radio, where music reminds me we're having the most fun time. So obviously, when you think about that, that's September 16th, 1985, Trial by Fire on Asylum, and uh, something a lot of fun that I really enjoy thinking about. You know, that part of the 80s was a lot of fun, and there was always a new Kiss record, so we always feel good about that. And uh, when you think about all those albums, like Lick It Up, same thing with that. Kind of, I feel like a groundbreaking part of history. You know, they were going to take the makeup off. It was a totally different time for Kiss, and something that, you know, was September September 18th, 1983, a real turning point for Kiss, being on MTV. <gasps> Feels good. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, even when you go through that, I, you know, it's one of those things where that era of Kiss is so well represented in era. September, era, <laughs> September releases for Kiss albums. I mean, that's the fun thing. You know, so go back in your mind. You could, you might have jumped on board in 78. You might have jumped on board in 1983 when the makeup was off. And then by the time 96, the makeup was back on. And, you know, we've come around a couple times. So it's uh, it's good fun time. And then even tying it into the fact that they're in 1975, they're releasing Kiss Alive. And last summer, we got to see Gene doing rock and roll all night, and there he is right on stage. So it's And there a, you were right on stage. You know what? That really is probably one of the highlights of my fandom of Kiss. I mean, the idea that you could be on stage with the band, with Gene. I, like, I literally, that's, that track that we heard earlier is from my phone. I'm standing right next to him. And Which, you can hear me bellowing along. <laughs> but that's, I don't think anyone, you can never discount how awesome the Gene solo shows are. That band He's is amazing. He's a rock star. Right. And his band is great, but he's he's the center of attention with an unbelievable band. The band is so great, and then he gets people involved. It's very um, intimate without seeming stupid. Like I, I love. I saw them last year. You got on stage at the truck. I, yeah. I was there for that. Um, I think Gene is winning with that tour because that's what people want to see. You want to come out and hear the old songs played really awesome yeah and he's having fun he appears to be having fun the point is i don't know how old is he 70 Gene's close what 68 i think it's so so he looks like a million bucks and really is star power like he comes you know who the leader of that group is when he comes out i can't say that was the best that was the best concert i saw last year yeah you know, I agree. Yeah. We don't imagine that. They just did Australia and Japan as Australia. you know with Ace. <laughs> so the Gene Simmons band was also video. the Ace Fraley oh. band. Yeah. You know, and those guys, Jeremy and Ryan and and uh oh, Phil, that whole group. Now I can't remember was who was on drums. They're so good. They know every song. They have such energy. They're bringing so much to it. And now they're with Gene and Ace. And I wish they would bring that tour here. You know, yeah. n- not just the Montgomery County Community Gene, College, but, you know. 69. <laughs> 69. Hey, yeah, but I'm saying, like, those guys, that band, if you look at them, are, would be the coolest dudes in the room everywhere yeah. else. The only thing, Gene is their, Gene is the center. Right. But they're so great. And obviously having the greatest, they appear to be having the greatest time playing with him. That's not checking into the job, being like, oh, yeah, uh, another gig with Gene. <laughs> because they, it, and they know all the songs, they're doing obscure ones, but they're so good at it. And Gene sounds great, and he plays great. Like, I'm no I'm not expert at bass player, but I think he's a very good bass player, which I think he's underrated as a bass player. And he does the little raps with people. It's, it's a very, 
It's not, hello, Cleveland. We are glad to be here. And I don't know why I'd say it in English accent. <laughs> it's only jeans from England. <laughs> but, and, you know, I mean, but it really is. That's, that's the tour right now. I love that. I, yeah, yeah, I really wish that would come around again. I, I did manage to see two nights of that. We did see the one at the truck, and we saw that one in Lancaster. Yeah, and I would really love it if it would come yeah. back around. I, you know, and it's funny because I know October, November, Kiss is going to announce, you know, years-long tour i'd rather see the gene if gene and ace te- teamed up and brought that tour i'd rather see that honestly i would too and it's no knock on on uh a kiss not tour, a knock on kiss it's the the tour obviously is planned out with lighting and a staging the gene show is what i think everybody what what i would have rather seen i th- you know i stood in the section and everyone high fives and they sing along and you know it's it's all we know, we all know each other. Right. Everybody knows everybody. But you turn and you high five the dude next to you, and you're singing, and it's it. It really, like we say, I know the tagline of the Kiss room was "It's a party." It really was like going to a party. Yeah, and it, it was didn't, great. It didn't seem planned out that that um, like a like a stadium show would. And I'm not knocking if they do that, not at all. But I well, I, I had think a great because time. of the fact that they're not so tied to lighting cues, right. and Flash pot cues, and all that stuff, and the video in the background. They're throwing audibles. They're throwing songs in, and you're like, "Whoa, that's amazing!" And even, yeah. and look, you know, we had, you know, we were there that night when they brought uh, young Andy up onto the stage at the at the truck, and he played along. And I'll never forget. Now, look, we then interviewed him, and he did say, "Okay, they had practice ahead of time." But the theater of that, which here's this young guy appearing to be pulled out of the crowd, and they say, "What do you want to do?" And he says, "Parasite." And remember the crowd just going berserk. Actually, I'd say he got one of the biggest pops of the night when he starts. <laughs> yeah. par- when he started that song, the crowd went crazy. And whether it's a little planned out, I don't care. Right. I I I sort of thought from the beginning, well, they're not going to embarrass themselves. If they would have brought a kid up who absolutely couldn't play, yeah. he comes up and plays A plus, and the crowd went crazy. He was great, which I think is again, and I always again maybe conversations we have off the air, <laughs> but what makes it what makes it cool, even with the Kiss Room or you know the podcast, is it's current, it's Kiss in the current generation. Right, that kid. He's a teenager. Yeah, he didn't discover Kiss in 1978. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, that that it's still cool and the songs hold up. The songs are real good. It's not like they come out and play these dated sounding songs from the old days. They're really cool and they rip. But he was a kid. And right. that's what they're learning in the school of rock. Um, you know, all those I say school rock kids are way more advanced at 12, 13, 14 years old than we were at 12 years old. Like he comes <laughs> out with a guitar and he 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 probably knows how to tune down. I'm just learning that now. <laughs> but, you know, that was, I think it's what makes it very current. It doesn't seem like they're just going through the motions of playing the songs. I think it makes it very up to date why, why it still matters. Yeah, I agree completely. I think, it, and the fun thing, like you said, it really is a party and it really has changed so much. I think via social media, you're standing there, you know, half the people, you know, it's like, hey, brother, how you doing? It's, it is a chance for everybody to get together. Those shows, I wish they'd do it again, especially when he's, you know, when Gene was playing something like the track. It's an intimate show, or that that American Music Theater, or whatever. That was, that was like like seeing him at a high school gym. It was, you know, it was oh, incredible. It's a beautiful theater. It was an old uh, Christian theater. Yeah. They, they, they didn't used, even serve alcohol that no, night. No, that's right. Run by the Mennonites. Right. We were like, can we get a beer? And they're like, yeah, down the street. Well, it was. Yeah. It, it is cool. A lot of those. That you get to see a lot of the bands in smaller places. You know, I, I guess it was, well, maybe it was a year ago now. I saw Junkyard at 
Whiskey Tango. Which right. you, if you stick around long enough, all the bands you like will play a small enough place where you really get to see them. Or even, I could tell you a quick story way off the subject, but I saw um, Lynch Mob up in the Mohegan Sun last, right. last March. And, you know, 18-year-old me would have been geeking. We watched their sound check. They were, they were in the middle, and, and we said, ah, oh, we'll go back. My point of the whole story, I, you know me, I ramble on, um, <laughs> is that <laughs> if you stick around long enough, the bands you like will play small enough places. You can really feel it. Like, that's really what it's about, small places. Not, I'm not so big on the stadium show anymore. I'm just, it's not my jam. I'd rather go see him in a little club. Well, really playing hard. And, all the bands that come yeah. around. Again, we, you know. we're very fortunate to have Sellersville and, and the Keswick yeah. very close by. So, you know, this is where you go. And Penn's Peak. Gosh, you, you know, sometimes you get to see that band. Like you said, yeah, we all can't yeah. afford the $300 Well, the Sellersville, I mean, I know this. the Kiss Room goes out globally around the world. But if you're close to Sellersville Theater, is is as outstanding a sound quality oh, as you yeah. get anywhere. Like, we saw Stars there a while back. My buddy Joe just saw The Outlaws. And you go, I don't care if it's one guy or whatever, but you're getting to go hear the music live. And, yeah. it, 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 and it sounds phenomenal. That room is Support is great. live music. Yeah. On that happy it. note, it's the top of the hour. We're going to reset wow, here on One Code Radio where music and minds meet, meet you in the kiss room. not allowed to smoke in the kiss room hi everybody it's gene simmons you're listening to the kiss room on montco radio but you knew that you wanted the best and you got it the hottest man in the land matt porter That's right, Kiss Army. It's the top of the hour here. We're in the second hour of the Kiss Room. It's a usual Kiss Room Friday. And we are talking about a lot of the things, albums that came out in September, events that happened in September in history. We talked a little bit about, obviously, Lick It Up with the makeup coming off. We talked about Asylum, because I know from my brother, Anthony Porter, sitting here with us, it was our first time seeing Kiss. The crowd goes wild when we think about all those fun times. So it's, uh, and look, if you're listening out there and you want to call in, we're going to have the Kiss Room house band coming up with a, a set dedicated to the solo albums. But if you want to call in and join in the conversation, 215-619-7366. Javier said, I'm too busy at work. I can't call in. Some people listen on the TuneIn app on their phone. So they say, well, I can't call in because I'm listening. Well, you can be part of the show, 215-619-7366. Kiss Room House Band is going to get ready. I see them getting ready out in the lobby here at the beautiful Advanced Technology Center here at Montgomery County Community College, where we broadcast live every second Friday of the month with the Kiss Room. So we are celebrating a lot of the September releases here that we're talking about that. Uh, I think that's one of the fun things when you think about you know where you were in your life. A lot of these albums, you figure they're, we're talking uh, you know, 83, 84, 85, 86, 87, High school, you know, every year, high school. Like, for those of us that are dinosaurs, you know, you were in high school in those years. And it was fun because it was the start of every school year, really, for the most part. You had your new Kiss album. And and at the time, when you think about it, Kiss in the makeup really got no love from MTV at all. Very little love from MTV. And now, suddenly, the makeup comes off. 
They were on MTV all the time. Albums yeah. like Tears Are Falling, you know, or songs like Tears Are Falling, that video was on all the time. I know Tears Are Falling, right? You're laughing at me because you already know what your cuss is going to make. But, the, you know, it really is one of those things where <laughs> when you think about all those years of, you know, really, you know, we talk about when did you get on the train? When did you get on board with the Kiss Army? You know, we were already way into it, and that was high school. You know, growing up through high school, listening to those Kiss albums. And I say albums because I know we were spinning them on vinyl. You know, that was at a time when you still picked them up on vinyl. It really was probably around you start getting into like about Psycho Circus before now everything's on CD. Yeah. You know, it's like before that everything was an album and you had to, you know, pick it up as it was coming out. But the, uh, you know, so yeah, all those dates, everything we're talking about. Now, obviously, look, there's also a very excellent book. If you haven't read Julian Gill from the Kiss Fact, his book about the solo albums, very detailed notes on uh, the creation of the artwork and the recording. You have to get those. Obviously, they'll probably do something about that on the Kiss Fact uh, podcast, being that it's the 40th anniversary. Uh, of course, if you listen to the Kiss Room, you already listen to the Kiss Fact. Those guys are fantastic. Uh, so I don't, I don't need to tell you because you already know. What's, what else is on our mind? We're going to Kiss Room House Band coming up, right? Now, of course... When I was going through a lot of these songs and I was thinking to myself, I really did want to feature a lot of music today because I'm in that kind of mood where we're talking about, you know, how the music, you know, how we felt over the years and what things came out in September. So really what I want to do, I want to say, look, this is one of my absolute favorite songs off Kiss Alive. When you think about it, what do you want to do? I want to let you go rock and roll. Let me go rock and roll. Yeah. 
Yeah, now look. If that doesn't get you going, I, I don't know. you got to check your pulse because, boy, doesn't that sound fantastic. You know, and Dottie Jones said, let me go rock and roll. My favorite Kiss tune. Craig Bauer from Kissspirational, if you're on Instagram, you got to follow him. He posted a cool picture for Trial by Fire. we got people tuning all around the planet. And on the phone, we have from the Kiss World out in Detroit Rock City, we got Christopher Goff. What's up, Matt Porter and the crew? Chris, how are you, buddy? Oh, man, I'm excited to be a part of this episode. This is uh, a lot of great albums uh, for this for this month, and that's exciting, including Crazy Nights, which was the album that introduced me to Kiss in the first place. See, that's fantastic. So, you know, and it's funny. One thing I had wanted to pull was uh, Crazy Nights when Steve was here with his daughter and did that version of Crazy Nights. I, I was going to, oh, it's your daughter. It was yes. his friend's daughter yeah. did it, right? So yeah. I was going to so pull good. that, and I should have thought of it. I'm looking right now, you're thinking it was Steve, but it wasn't. It was you and your daughter. And uh, so, what kind of th- what kind of memories of September Kiss albums have you got? Well, certainly with with Crazy Nights, although I'm, I'm pretty sure it was after September when I caught that. Um, but it's, it's certainly probably the most the most significant one for me would have been uh, Psycho Circus and all the lead up to that. Um, but all those albums, I mean, look at look it up, um, Asylum. All those albums are amazing. The, the '80s period of Kiss, you know, a lot of times gets a bad rap, but I love it. It doesn't matter to me. Well, it's you know, and speaking of crazy nights, your powerful and attractive co-host in the Kiss world, Candy Burton, she's listening right now too. How are you, Candy? Ah, shout out to Candy. So we're gonna have the Kiss Room House Band coming up. They are gonna have a special set of songs dedicated to the solo albums. Any last-minute shout-outs you want to give to the Kiss world? Yeah, shout out to Joe Ciabelli, who is also out here in Detroit Rock City with me. And uh, definitely a shout-out to the Kiss Room House Band, who I know are going to put on a fantastic show, as always. Absolutely, and I'll tell you what, since you mentioned Crazy Nights, why don't we go into, into something on Crazy Nights, and we'll come back with the Kiss Room House Band. You're in the Kiss Room on Monaco Radio, where music and minds meet. Woo!
We got a solo album set for you, and we're going to start off with a nice little ditty by Gene Simmons. Go! 
Cause there's no acceleration to get back Oh yeah My gauge is showing red and my battery's dead I better find one fast The whole thing began cause it's solo with the man My baby, oh yeah I really wouldn't mind cause you know I got my pride to think of Tell me you 
Or no, I blew it coming out of the guitar solo. That wasn't. That was. The band sounds great. Fantastic. <laughs> All right, little Paul Stanley. Paul next. Stanley. Paul Stanley. Oh yeah, give me an oh yeah on your Friday. <clears throat> our solo album set, but we got one more for you.
plastic film And I've been growing funny flowers outside of my little windowsill Don't you know I'm a 2,000 man And my kids, they just don't understand
Hey, this is Eric Singer live from the NAM 2018, and you're listening to The Kiss Room.
And thank you, Kiss Room House Band. Fantastic. Totally bringing it. Of course, that's Psycho Circus, September 22nd, 1998. Oh, think about that. That's even coming around a little, for a while. That's Candy Burton, also from Kiss World. She wanted to hear that. We put that out. Chris Goff from the Kiss World, he said, look, Kiss Room House Band, lighting up the room as always. Bill Elam said, my favorite Peter Chris solo jam. Go, Anthony Porter. Thanks, Scott Parker said, they're doing his favorite Paul Stanley song. Dodd said, hashtag Kiss Room House Band. Amazing. I couldn't agree more. Take another bow. Fran Galante, Steve Force, Jim Zagel, Anthony Porter, Kiss Room Houseman, bringing it on our September issue here of the Kiss Room, talking about all those releases. A special solo album edition. That was fantastic with a little bit of extra ace thrown in. I'm going to urge everyone to go out and buy that Peter Chris solo album if you neglected the first time because I messed up coming out of the solo. <laughs> that's on me. But I love that record. And you, give it another chance. If, if, if you love it, that's great. And if you don't love it, you should you should give it a little more time. You should love it. I, I love that record. So if you're listening on the replay on the download, you're like, man, that kid didn't even come back in after the solo. You blew it. I <laughs> well, you blew know, it. But in a lot of ways, I think when people hear the song presented that way, as a great rock song right here in the Kiss Room, they might give it another chance. Think about this. If the coolest people you knew were in your living room playing music like these guys just <laughs> did, it's your own personal Kiss Room houseman right in your house, right inside your ears, wherever you are. It's fantastic. So look, you guys are on fire. If you're I'll, listening to it on the on the replay. Hey. I like the Peter Chris album now. But when it, and I, of course I got it when it came out, but you know, when uh, when the Kiss songbooks, songbooks songbooks came out, <laughs> no you, you can't see this on the radio. Now, if you but, can see this on the radio, but I got paint the, the Ace, picture. Paul, and Gene <laughs> solo album, songbooks, no Peter. So. Oh, so you had to learn that one, huh? Oh, what, off the internet or something? Yeah, well, you know, we were talking about this earlier, how, you know, back in the Stone Age, when we were learning, you know, th this book here has some great pictures. Right. <laughs> but, but the sheet music actually is not so uh, accurate, you know. <laughs> so, you know, we had to learn by ear. Back in the Stone Age. Yeah, and, back uh, in the Stone Age. And, and now, you know, the, the, all the tablature book and, you know, online, it's so easy to learn. And I feel like this way, not just with instruments, but technology. Like, we're, we're old enough to remember the old way, but we're still young enough to learn the new way. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Except for that Peter. You can't find anything on his soul. His stuff, you got to go the old way all the time. <laughs> What do you think, Steve? You got any comments on that? Now we're talking all about September releases. Uh, you know, uh, Matt, as I told you before, like you know, I came along. You know, I joined the Kiss Army late. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it was. Uh, let me see, nineteen ninety. I came along, discovered Kiss. You know, so you know, I was. I, I every week, you know, it was like a big thing. We'd go to the mall, we'd hang out, and every week I'd buy one new, you know, Kiss. <laughs> Yes, a cassette. Yes. Nice, <laughs> nice. And, uh, you know, I got up to the solo albums. And I'm like, what the heck is this? Why is there four different ones? One for each guy. You know what I mean? And I, I you know, I didn't like any of them except for Aces, to be honest with you. But then, um, you know, working in Rock and Roll Over and the Kiss Room House Band, having to learn them uh, with, with more mature ears, I was like, wow, these songs are actually really good, you know? And, I, yeah, I listened to all of them again and totally dig them all now, you know? Um, and it's just, yeah, it's funny how your taste changes as you get older. And like, you know, Anthony said, if you listen to him before and you're, you're looking for some new kiss, give him another try. You might find that you really, you know, really dig it. 
Absolutely, and especially yeah, as presented by that Kiss Room House band, which Eric Wisniewski said, you wanted the best acoustic, you got the best acoustic. <laughs> that was fantastic. Like I said, you could all tune into the Electric Crush every Tuesday. Judy and Eric do a great show. You can find some new music there, too. We like new music as long as it was by Kiss, but the it's <laughs> you know, good fun. The, the Electric uh, Crush every week. Just as, If you're on the TuneIn app, you can already just look up WMCK and listen to Electric Crush. Every week there's a song you go, wow, that's a great song, brand new stuff. And they always sound like they're having the most fun. Eric right. and Judy are the coolest. They it's always a party, have a and that's the nice yeah. thing. We can broadcast to the world. They broadcast to the world. It's a party that joins us all together. We love being here in the Kiss room. The fact that there's people tuned in even better. So, so we're talking about all those albums. I mean, obviously, we're talking a lot about that. Uh, one thing I do want to make a mention of is we got somebody calling in. Hey, look, who's on the line? Hello? Hey, Kiss Room, what's happening? Bill, how are you? What's going on, buddy? Not too bad. Not too much, man. Uh, cruising around, listening to the Kiss Room. That's about it. You know, that's the way you should be every Friday that the Kiss Room is on. Second Friday of every month, we're cruising around. Now, also, you did a lot of cruising, Bill. This is Bill E. Lamb on the phone. I recognize your voice instantly. We met down in Nashville. How did you like the rock and pod? Well, we, we met again in Nashville because I've already been to the Kiss Room once, but I had a ball in Nashville, bro. And it was great seeing you again. You know what? That was such a blast. And I mean, I, we actually, uh, I want to send a shout out to Brian Jacobs and Eric Miller. They were the two that I drove down with. Eric did an amazing job driving. We have an unreleased uh, podcast that I need to still edit where we recorded all the way down to Nashville. So we spent the time, you know, playing music, listening to music, playing. We, we did steal the uh, the Ken Mills uh, fun size game. And it's harder than you think. You know, you think of a song and then you have to guess and you only get 10, you know, questions and three guesses. But sometimes that we'll see the light of day a little bonus coming up here in the kiss room it's a kiss room rock you know pods and sods crossover rock and pod nashville driving trip so i love the pop fun size episodes <laughs> yeah but I, I seldom get them right i'm not that much of an expert <laughs> well especially when they start have, asking about fun. some of those I, 80s yeah. bands i'm right. bellowing answers but i don't know <laughs> i'm not actually i'm probably 50 percent. but i'm in the car you know <laughs> oh, it was a sister. Oh, who's that <laughs> <laughs> so, Bill, Bill, we're talking a lot about uh, different releases that came out in September. Is there anything that's on your mind from Alive all the way up to uh, Psycho Circus? Well, you know, I can remember very well ditching out of school early and driving 40 miles to Middletown, Ohio. Does anybody remember Camelot Music? Camelot Music. See, I think of Listening Booth and Wall to Wall, and we went to the Q Mart mostly. That's where we bought our Crazy records. Crazy Eddie's. Crazy Eddie's. Uh, Grants. Grants. Uh, Camelot, Camelot was a chain that ended up turning into Music Man and Sam Goody and all that stuff. But uh, I drove 40 miles to Camelot uh, because uh, I thought it was the nearest thing when actually there was another one like 10 miles away. But uh, I drove and picked up Crazy Nights on the day of release. And the uh, guy must have thought I was out of my mind because my other bud, who had, uh, he had to go to work right after school, uh, he had me pick up a copy. So here I am buying two copies of Crazy Nights on cassette at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. This guy's like, dude, you're either a really big kiss fan or you're out of your mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you'd have to buy two copies, one to listen to and one to keep sealed. So Yeah, I, I tried to keep and sealed thing, but I think I've got a copy of Space Wolf <laughs> that I kept sealed and I really regretting it now because the, the shrink wrap thing is way tighter than it used to be. <laughs> but uh, but as a, as a, our favorite album alive, I just picked up a new copy of it, the 2014 vinyl, 
I got it the day, a couple days after uh, getting back to Nashville. Of course, you have to break it open and both sides. Sounds better than ever. You know what, Kiss Alive still stands up. I have a copy that never leaves my car. You can kind of listen to that at any time. No matter what kind of mood you're in, if you're in a crappy mood or a good mood or you just want to rock out on a Friday here in the Kiss Room, Kiss Alive always sounds good, that's for sure. Well, thanks for calling, Bill. Any shout-outs you want to give? We're running out of time. we got Seriously Zappa coming up at 5 o'clock, and uh, he's going to teach you all about Frank Zappa here on Monica Radio. Anything you want to say to your Kiss Room audience listening all around the planet? I love the Ed Zappa show, but I want to say hey to Bobby and uh, the Kiss, house, Kiss Room House band. Yeah, there. Brother. Thank you. You guys, you guys are sounding fabulous today. Uh, I was really cool to hear the, the eight students you guys have And, uh, of course, a shout-out to my bro, Rodney Dixon. He's probably slogging it off in the machine shop right now. <laughs> listening to the cool. All right, thanks, Bill. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Hopefully see you sooner than later. Absolutely. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, we did have a lot of t- a lot of fun time in Nashville. I, I really didn't say much about it on here as far as sending shout-outs because I know I would forget somebody. But if you go back and listen to that replay, you can hear the joy in our voices. It was fun. I think next year, maybe we should get a bus and take this entire group. What do you think? Hmm. We got about a year to plan that out. Uh, you know, maybe we get one of those big monster trucks that uh, Jim's been working on, and uh, well, you know, it's worth more than you know anything I've got. So, we'll tell you what we're gonna run. We're gonna get ready to wrap it up because we do have seriously Zappa coming up next. I do want to put a shout out to Monka Radio. Obviously, if you're listening to the Kiss Room and you listen to it live on Monka Radio. There are a lot of new shows. It's the start of the new semester, so there's a lot of new shows that you can hear. The debut show, maybe you're hearing their first or second show. They're fantastic, and it's the, the diversity that you're going to find on Monaco Radio is really one of the hallmarks because pretty much every hour it's somebody different. There's going to be a new show that's starting that features progressive rock. we got a guy that plays mostly kind of modern rock. Obviously, if you listen to Kook's show today, Hard and Heavy, he gave uh, he gave away tickets to Rock Allegiance. He plays a lot of the newer rock. Time Bomb Radio, Thursdays from uh, noon to 2. He's got an eclectic mix, and he's Ireland's number one favorite show. But, I mean, we really, we always have the most fun here on Fridays, and the Kiss Room will be back on the second Friday of October. Obviously getting close to Halloween, which we'll have some fun for sure with that. We might have a very special guest I'm working on for our uh, October show. I want to give a super shout out to Joe D'Angelo for calling in. That was great to find out about the gathering. Hopefully everybody will, will join in. You know, you can get your raffle tickets in there. So it's really one of those things where next month we'll be back with Harem. We'll be back with the Kiss Room. We'll have all the most fun time. Kiss Room House Band, thanks a million. That was fantastic. So we're going to get ready to get out of here. we got Seriously Zappa coming up. You can stay tuned for that. Now, it's funny. I don't know much about Frank Zappa. So I've really been enjoying Seriously Zappa as I drive home from the Kiss Room because I'm learning a lot about Frank Zappa. So luckily, Jeff, your host, Jeff Allen, takes you through a musical education of Frank Zappa every Friday at 5 o'clock. Anybody want to give a last-minute shout-out? Oh. There you go, Anthony. Please. I'm just going to do a quick... Oh, am I on? You're I'm going to do the quick plug. This is Anthony. Um, Next Saturday, the 22nd, I'm in a band called She-Wolf, Dana Kane, and the Mighty Incisors. It's our first actual bar show wow. in Delaware, at Oddity Bar in Delaware, with the Prisoners and the Negative Zeros. Also, you can go on Bandcamp and buy the single um, called Bump in the Night by She-Wolf, Dana Kane, and the Mighty Incisors. If one person is listening, if you go on and buy that, I'd really appreciate that. I'm not the singer. I play guitar and sing. I'm... Guitar and whoa, whoa, whoa in that band, but it's a real good band, uh, hard rock. Nice. And that's next Saturday, the 22nd, at 
Oddity Bar in Delaware. Fantastic. Or, or follow us on Facebook, She Wolf Dana Kane and the Mighty Incisors. And I'm working on a three chord money record. And maybe coming back to the beautiful Montgomery County Community College to bring three chord money back. Nice. Get, you know, Project Getting A with Uncle A. I'm hoping to come it. back and do some recording. Love and again, it. thanks to the Kids Room House Band. I had a great time sitting with you guys. Always the best. And, uh, you know, love to everybody. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Uh, catch me two weeks at uh, Ardmore with uh, Paul Gilbert. Nice. Uh, also, Metallica, September, uh, October 25th in Philly, and a couple other good things coming in. Might have some uh, upcoming. Get- and again, thank you to Doug Pinnock calling for calling in. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Yeah. Check out the show. Yeah, uh, I just want to say uh, congratulations to my daughter, uh, Jessica. And her fiance John Bruno on the birth of their uh, daughter, yeah. Arabella Marie Bruno. Uh, that's our fourth grandchild. Me wow. and Diana's fourth. Congratulations! Yeah, so we have three granddaughters, one grandson, and uh, yeah. and Andy, great job, man. Thank Love you. having you. That was fun. fantastic. I'll try to make it back next uh, month. Yeah. yeah, thanks. It was great. Steve, <laughs> Hand, radio handshake. Hey, uh, you know, I just want to say, um, first of all, a uh, shout out to. My wife, Dawn Forrest, and my Madison and Ryan Forrest, my lovely children. Um, you know, I don't know if people really know that, you know, the, the level of talent that I have the privilege to work with in the Kiss Room. Um, we oh, do stop, not stop, rehearse. Stop. <laughs> no, keep going. Let's stop. Keep going. Let's keep going. No, but people, oh, you need to know something that we do not rehearse as a group <laughs> at all. It's sometimes like, you can tell. we, we so, sometimes you can tell, but you know what? We keep it above the 90 percentile and that's pretty damn good. It ain't perfect, but it's rock and roll. Um, you know what? And it's just really cool. Like we just say, all right, we're going to do this. We all learn it. We come in and we play it. You know, it's just, it's so low maintenance. Um, and you know, if you know three out of five songs are perfect and two of them have a couple of rough spots, it doesn't it's matter live. because we're having fun. You know Where what else I mean? Can you get live music and like this. Yeah, so it's just I, I love playing with these guys here each month. It's such Amen. a good time. Yeah. So. How about that? Thanks, guys. We can't go fix it with Eddie Kramer later. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, next Saturday, before you go see Anthony, <laughs> come see Revolution Radio. Opening up for uh, the Killer Queen experience. Whoa! Um, at the 2300 Arena, 2300 South Swanson Street. So we go on at eight. So hopefully you go on late. We'll go on later than that. You can go on late. So somebody can come see us. Yeah, it's all the way to Delaware. And then ECW. be in Delaware by ECW. ten. Just don't drink. Yeah. No <laughs> DUIs. Awesome. Well, thanks a million. Look, everybody, stay tuned to Monco Radio. Seriously, Zap is coming up next. We'll be back next month, the second Friday of October. Yeah. Be good to each other. Don't drink and drive. Be safe in the hurricane. We'll see you all back here next month in the Kiss Room on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet. I'm going to give the last word to Mr. Ken Mills. Check out these ads from the following shows. We are proud to call them the friends of the Podkiss Network. We are one. We're a scene, man. That's right, Kiss Army. We're having a rock and roll party, and you are invited. Tune into the Strange Ways Kiss Podcast and hang out with your Kiss Army brothers, Jody Habnock, Clinton Harris, and D Rock. Join us where we celebrate and discuss the gods of thunder. That's Strange Ways Kiss Podcast. You can find us on Facebook or Podomatic.com. We'll see you there. Podcast Rock City.
What's up, everybody? This is Joe from Podcast Rock City, where every week me and my crew will bring you the Kiss News of the Week. Look at us as kind of a Kiss version of Meet the Press, your source for Kiss News every week. We're on iTunes, Podomatic, Twitter, and Facebook. All right, Kiss Army. Since 2007, you've been getting Podkissed, the Kiss audio fanzine for your ears. That's right, it's your Podkissed. Every month, the Podkissed crew, along with the Kiss Room, brings you Kiss Talk like no one else, whether it be roundtables, interviews with the band past and present, analysis, and great Kiss fun. Hi, this is Ace Frehley, and you're listening to Podkissed. Hi, this is Bruce Kulick, and you're listening to Podkiss. The Podkiss, the Kiss audio fanzine for your ears. History Science Theater, the most civilized. Yeah. Oh, f- <laughs> oh, f- <laughs> come on. Respectful. Just imagine Gene with like, like a with like a washtub bass. Boom, 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 boom. And serious. No wait. Excuse me, Bob. You're gonna come over and do my album. <laughs> Kiss podcast on the web. History science theater. We bust balls because we can. Hey everybody, I'm Aaron and I'm Chris and we're from the Decibel Geek podcast. And if you love this. You'll love us. That's right. Brand new episode every single Monday. You can find us on iTunes and at decibelgeek.com. And the best thing is, it's rock and roll, and it's always free. Hey, I'm Dr. F***. And I'm the Ayatollah of Alcohola. And we are from the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. If you want to check out some crazy, uncensored, unbiased, totally nuts reviews of classic hard rock and heavy metal albums, Check us out. You can get us on Podbean and iTunes. New episodes every Sunday. How do I get a backstage pass? Yeah, you're listening to Harold. Grab your hairspray and your sister's makeup and try to fit in those spandex again. Join me, Bobby Dreyer, along with Matt Porter, every second Friday of each month from 1 to 3, right before the Kiss Room, on Marco Radio, where music and minds meet. <laughs> One hell of an audience tonight. Why don't you give yourselves a round of applause? i tell you something. You know, a lot of bands like to brag about their fans. Now, naturally, you better believe we brag about you, but we want you to know something. We want you to know, we know that you are our fans, but don't you ever forget, we are your fans! We love you! Thank you for listening to The Kiss Room. Stay tuned to Montco Radio.
Any last minute crazy things you want to say to conform with expectations? No, but I will say something to anybody out there that's, you know, the weird guy or the weird girl that always has the weird things that they do that their friends put them down for. Don't think it's so weird. Maybe someday somebody will let you give you the chance to make a living out of it. You just stick to it. You'll be weird. <laughs>